Bro, and we're live. <laughs> it's frustrating. And we're live. It's... Welcome back to the DJ Live podcast. Uh, right. Everybody stop it. talking shit. Here we go. I'll we're let live. Do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk. I was talking, but I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> Get the New Jersey going, ladies and gentlemen. It's DJ Rick Webb. It's Eric Mazingale, and our special guest tonight, DJ Bar. What's up, everybody? What's happening? What's going on? Yeah, we talking uh, DJ Biz. DJ Biz today. I just realized both you guys are wearing like logo stuff. That's a bar logo. I know because I have the shirt myself. Yes. And then the uh, V Motos, <coughs> right? The, the V Motos. Yeah. Oh yeah, my headphones got the logos. Yeah. I I just couldn't find another pair of earbuds. To be honest, I I don't like wearing these for this stuff. It's but fine. This is great. I'm great. Yeah. yeah what's up? Bar, how you doing over there in New Jersey? I'm snowed in. I'm, oh, life's good though. Everything's oh yeah, what good is here in Jersey? How's everything over there in uh, North Carolina? You guys, How are you guys? Do you guys shut down when it snows up there? Because you're northern, so you guys have like some. I mean, we we get snows pretty, uh, not pretty frequently, but I mean we're we're capable of handling snowstorms. But this one was a, uh, it was kind of a big one, so we did get. Uh, we did have like things shut down. People canceled weddings, and uh, yeah, it was kind of a rough one. This this snow, this yeah. past snow that we have, but yeah, we we'll have, be all right. We'll we be all right. A big one too for for where for we here. Are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nothing like up north. But anyways, DJ Biz, DJ how I, I believe we made the topic how to grow your DJ business. So um, I guess the best thing would be to talk about kind of where we started, maybe, or where we're at now. I don't know. We're winging yeah, this, people. Yeah, yeah. De- development, cool. Development. Um, the, I mean, for me, you know, my whole thing is automation, dude. I, you know, it's funny. I tell people this when I'm doing like a a consult, trying to convince you to pay me to do your automation. But it's like such a truthful thing, and they're always like, "Wow, you're just being so honest." I'm like, "Well, it's true." But uh, I literally. So, I mean, we're, you know, we're okay at DJing too. So we like held it down once we got the gigs, but I just gave the knot and wedding wire, like as much money as they would take from me at the time that I could afford and funneled that through automation at the time. I wasn't selling it, but I had it, you know, and that was the entire equation. There was no more to it. You know what I mean? It was just like, and button click, and now we got 200 fucking gigs. You know? That's crazy. Especially. Wait, oh. Walk me through that. So you started by yourself, or you were always a multi-op? You kind of just said, I'm, I'm going to be a multi-op? Like, so I was DJing in nightclubs, and I uh, was doing... So my buddy, who was DJing at a strip club, actually, um, he like asked if he could crash at my house one time because he was like in town he came over and he was like doing a wedding the next day he told me he was making six or eight hundred bucks i can't remember what it was but way more money than i had ever heard off a dj gig because i was making 200 300 bucks you know at a club and uh, i was like you're making eight hundred dollars for a five hour fucking job what you know and so i immediately was like well that's the move immediately for the next year probably not even full year I was, I, I tried to do weddings. I did like maybe 10, uh, for just like my friends. Cause I would, you know, people knew I was a DJ. I'd been DJing for like eight or 10 years yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, and so I did those. And then the very next year we did like 220 weddings as a multi-op. 
How many people did you have at that time? Throwing 220, what was that? Like, what, five? There were four plus me. So, so five, five, yeah. five in total. Yeah, and I was DJing at the time. So we yeah, had you were, yeah, you were. Wait, so so how many weddings did you book for yourself before you 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 went like multi up? And we were like, all right, let's time to bring in some guys in. Uh, I mean that, like I said, I did probably like ten that first year. I don't know exactly because I wasn't keeping so, track. Um, so you were always just a multi op then. You just like, all right, let's time to bring I, pretty in some much. Guys. You could see it as I was always multi op. Did yeah. you? So did you have like a because. See, with me, when I started DJing, I was like a club DJ too. And I had no idea multi-ops were even a thing. Mm-hmm. I, so like you had a template, you you knew of like that world then. Because for me, that was all foreign to me. I, I just thought, you know, it was just guys working out of their garage every weekend. I didn't right. know it was like, I didn't know, it, I didn't realize it was so organized. I didn't realize you could grow it to like a million dollar business more mm-hmm. or less. I, uh, so but, I met uh, a company in Ohio from Facebook, just talking shit on Facebook. Um, yeah. Byron Gunter, his company is Buckeye Entertainment. I, uh, he did a mobile beat speech one time and it popped off and that's how, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I, I met him on Facebook. We clicked because he's a funny kind of asshole guy type, just like me. We clicked, yeah. clicked his friends. So he invited me down to Ohio and he has like a, I'm talking a multi-op with the screws are tight. Like that is just a, you know, everyone's W2. They've got their systems. It's, it's a well-oiled oh machine. My, oh my God. It talk about a machine. Um, yeah. and you know, I, I stayed the weekend and I just kind of learned about it, um, that way. And I don't do it when I was super new, I did it as close to his thing as I could That's just because I didn't know anything else and as I've yeah. gone I've realized you know oh this has to change for me and this has to change for me and now we're not yeah. quite even similar anymore but that's how we started um, so when for you when did the automation come in where it was like okay like is it just like the leads were just getting too much so you yeah, started how did you, yeah, you, how did you figure that how did you figure that out like did you just stumble across DJ event player that someone like like dabble, so, like teach you a little bit. I, I'm a subscriber of, of Eric. Uh, you know, I have his, his system, but like, I guess, I guess the question is like, do you equate it all to like the automation? But a lot of your automation is the follow up, right? Because like, I feel like a lot of guys, that's where they, they that's don't where follow like up. for me, for example, before I got your system, there was zero follow up. It was right. like the leads dead. That's well, the it. thing is, and I yet again, this is. This is me in an automation consult explaining this is what I tell people. There's different parts of automation yield different results. The the first so there's three stages of a of a client lifespan. Oh, interesting. Right? So there's from contact until they book a phone call with you. And that could be a, that's uh, in that process a lead goes from freezing cold to hot. And that is an entire process, however you achieve that. So that would be the first process. That is also the money-making process. Uh-huh. Uh, and that, a lot, you know, automation people fall short, like you just said. A lot of people have the idea of, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna follow up two times, and if they don't want to book me, then fuck them. It's like, all right, well, I'll take their money, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my that's, that's outlook. My and if, that's, I mean, I guess if that works for you, like, it- then so be it, you know. But that's just that wasn't my approach. Uh, I just talk bluntly mm-hmm. but anyways so that's the first second is the entire uh phone call to signing a contract and collecting the first okay. payment 
right. uh, the entire contracting phase. Now that can be money making depending on your aggression level. Um, Cause yet like we example, it's still a money making process for us because no one knows we're about to send them a contract. If we get you on the phone, my salesperson, it is a rule to send a contract if they want it or not. Um, and then our follow-ups take over and they convince them to sign the contract because it adds all this urgency. You know, like they didn't realize we're like, oh, well, we got you for seven days, you know, and you got seven days to pay us and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and we wind up pulling signatures out of people that had no intention of signing. You know, they were just trying to see what's up on the phone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's the next step. And then the third uh, entire step to the client lifespan is just after the first payment is collected, they're officially booked until yeah. the gig happens and you collect a review. That's the third. Yeah. Um, and that's not a money-making process, but that is where yeah. uh, most uh, larger companies are saving the most money um, with automation in that third realm. Yeah, but because I, I feel like most companies had that. Like Even before I met you, that sort of automation, like getting payments, getting... Uh, uh, you know, just getting like the, the post post booking was like the automation that was that I think most companies already have in place. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, I mean, fill out, let's meet up. Hey, you know, that sort of stuff. I think the problem is like as far as like growing a business is what to do with your leads. That's I think that's like where people struggle. That's like, you know, because getting the leads mostly just well, getting the leads is a different ball game. Well, yeah, what yeah, I just said but, is like the funnel you yeah, throw you, all your leads into you would, now if you yeah. can't get any leads into this funnel it's useless mm -hmm. you know um and that's yeah, he where, who controls the leads controls the business controls yeah, the game yeah, yeah. So and that's a leads uh, game that's kind of why i was looping back to like eric's first statement that he literally paid the wedding wire the not the most amount of money that he would allow them to pay to get the most amount of leads pretty much yeah it was just to throw them in a funnel. i didn't know what because when you're new i like you hear people all the time oh fuck wedding wire fuck the knot whatever um well and i get it but i just my perspective is if you're capable of booking yourself full without those okay well those leads uh they're they're worth the least you know other than facebook because facebook leads are worth the serious least but um but like a direct referral okay. from a, a planner or a coordinator that trusts you blah 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 it then doesn't you. matter what you charge if a coordinator tells their couple hire this dj they're gonna hire whatever the cost is is yeah. irrelevant um and like an a super established company that's how they're able to charge these i'll, I'll call them premium high high prices and whatnot now we aren't banking on that and yes we have those connections at this point but me as a new brand new company that is going off of literally nothing we've got like 15 reviews you know uh and no coordinators telling you to hire it's just like oh i clicked on you on the knot so our our pricing has to be in a certain range and yeah. i'm also not collecting leads from any other source yep yeah so like it's a problem that i have like with the entire mobile dj uh you know industry as a whole just because you know everybody's like always on facebook like Oh, this person's cheap. Oh, this person's this. It's, it's like it's an arbitrary. Bro, who, it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. not an arbitrary. Well, it's not an arbitrary number that you just pull out. Like the thing is, like get what you can, you know, to 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 it, fucking get your right. It's not you, everybody. It's not like like I see some guys saying, okay, every DJ needs to charge at least a thousand dollars. But 
you can't. The thing is, some, it's, it's just, some guys aren't worth a thousand dollars. And if you're just starting out, you have zero different reviews. You have no website. It's just, you're working out of your bedroom. It's like, you know, your Saturday thing. You're not going to get those $2,000, $3,000 jobs. So it's just like, it's not an arbitrary number. Like, and I feel like, you know, a lot of like the, the leaders in the industry, they just push like, oh, you know what? Everybody just charged $2,000. We need everybody Honestly, charging dude, this. And it just, if that's you not think how about it, it works. The people and, that people actually look up to, uh, you know, the, the Joe Bunn example, Brian B, you know, the dudes, I've never heard those dudes say you should charge $2,500. You know what I mean? Like the people that are like verbatim, you need to charge three grand or you're cheap. Those people, yeah. they, they might have it going on behind the scenes. I don't know, but no one's looking up to that person. That's person's yeah. clearly kind of a dick <laughs> like, like that's all like you know like most of the people in that yeah. position kind of they realize where they came from uh-huh. and what they had to struggle through in terms of when you're young like that and you don't have leads and whatnot one of your biggest assets is your price to try well, and get events exactly bro because <laughs> for me in particular like you know I, like for me now like where i was at four years ago where i'm at now it's like nowhere it's like two different worlds right but I did my fair share of free gigs, my fair share of $100 you, gigs, you put my in fair share footwork. of $200 gigs. Exactly. So I just don't know why these guys come out and say shit like that where it's just like starting out at the business is like you're going to fucking eat shit. You know, you're going to pay your yeah, dues. Dude, so I, just, when we I don't started, care where they come out with these arbitrary numbers like everybody charge this. When we, char- when we started, we were charging 600 bucks. I think it went up to 800 depending. But that is yeah. so – as you know, not a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. we're a new world. But the reason was is because we had five reviews. You know, I don't know how many reviews we had, but we had, like, no reviews. We're only getting leads from the Internet, and they have nothing to go off of other than these ten reviews and our pictures mm-hmm. and our website. Exactly. You know, and it's like I don't have the clout or whatever you want to call exactly. it, the reputation to be like, yo, it's going to be two grand and them just be like, thumbs up. It would have never yeah. happened. And we yeah. would have fucked ourselves. But because I I charged what I could, which just wasn't that much, but it was enough to function at the time, that's what we did. We then did a, a billion weddings. We got a bunch of reviews, and then we were able to go up to 1,200. And then we did it yeah. again, and we got a bunch more reviews. And now we're able to go up to this. You know what I mean? And we built our way to the price that we charged. Exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a, it's a roller coaster. It's, it's a slow grind. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, not the like, it's not you wake up one day, somebody tells you, like, oh, go charge this much. It's just that's not how it works. Right. Exactly. And, um, and stepping back on that wedding wire and not thing um, – a lot of re- one of the reasons why DJs hate it is because they see it as bookings, and it's not bookings; it's leads. And there's a percentage. Oh, I see. Yeah, so DJs, many people, DJs don't know don't what the get, hell a lead is. I got they're like, oh, nobody. Leads. They didn't respond. I'm like, bro, it's a lead. It, it's not that they're gonna book you. They didn't. That, it's the that most message, raw. Hey, we found you on wedding wire. It's, it's, it's probably one of the most raw leads you can ever get because. Like ninety percent of them, they didn't click on you first. It's like they clicked on you to, or they clicked on another company, and it said, "How about these other eight? And you're like, "Yes," and it just sends yeah, these it, mass yeah. emails. The it's is, like is Amazon, exactly. People who who ask this company, they also ask this company. Right. You know? It puts you up next to your competition, and it gives you a fair battle for that lead. Very now, true. if that lead's only criteria box to check is if you are twelve hundred dollars or whatever price. 
well, if you charge 1500 by default, you lose, period. So it doesn't even matter. And then this dude's all confused, like, I got 50 leads and I don't book shit off the knot. It's like, well, you charge double what your competition's charging. Your competition booked all of them, or like most yeah. of you know. And, you know, sometimes I'll look because I just want to see what the fuck. And, like, there's, like, no pictures. There's no, like, they didn't fill out all the stuff. They don't look good. And they're charging a lot. Um, yeah. We have the full pack. Our... Sometimes when we quote people, they're like, wow, like I had no idea. I, I, you know, I clicked this thinking I wasn't going to be able to afford it, you know, because our branding and our website looks so good. And then our prices, I mean, they're not like crazy cheap, but they're definitely not the most expensive, you know. Um, Same. Yeah. So, uh, so we win a lot. You so know. question for everyone. Um, I wrote it down. This is a good thing for everyone. What is the best? Two, it's two questions in one. So what is the best thing you've done in terms of marketing to get more leads from a free standpoint and from a paid standpoint? So like for me, from a free standpoint, it's just every single event, like buttering up and brown nosing the shit out of pretty much every vendor that is at the fucking <laughs> event. Um, that's the best free one. From a paid standpoint, it's been kind of like what Eric said, just paying a shitload of money to the wedding wire and the knot to get as many leads to funnel through the process as you can. Yeah, I mean, my answers are probably the same. Uh, you know, other than not bombing gigs while you're okay, doing Okay, that's them, a good one too. Other than when you're Do not, a good job. Right, but <laughs> assuming you do a good job, uh, I mean, my automation does the, the vendor networking. That was a huge thing because um, now, you know, it'll – It'll email the vendors like however many times, like I every set vendor that you up work. Too. Nice. I was able to set that up. Good. Yeah. yeah. It's helpful. Um, and it shakes <laughs> yeah. hands guaranteed with every single vendor. And yeah, like the ones, because I don't change the templates often enough and I should, but whatever. Um, like the ones we work with all the time, they are like, all right, I, this is all. They're like, I get, yeah, the, I get the gist, Eric. <laughs> I get it. Like you reach out every single time. Um, but the new ones, I mean, it just implants us in their brain. And yeah, we're they're impressive. Top, they're we're, like, what? we're on top of so many lists just to, due to that. And that was free. Um, and then paid. I don't really opt out of any paid opportunity anymore um, because now that I can find DJs, um, DJs are not your limitation anymore. Yeah, and I mean, to really, a certain, that's because I feel like that's to a like certain extent. such a hindrance, especially for a multi-op, is like finding the talent. Like, well, that's I not mean, a problem that you have. Like, like where the fuck am I going to get all these DJs to cover these dates? You have no problem with that. Uh, well, I mean, so to a certain extent, you know, like right now, uh, we have fifteen DJs, um, yeah. but the thing is, we're we can only book 15 jobs on certain dates. You know what I mean? So it's not like uh, okay. I don't have a hundred DJs to book anyways. You know, I can't, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so May 28th capable of booking a hundred jobs. <laughs> have you had day. a 15 gig day? Yeah. You have like That's, already. What's that like? Are you fucking have, stressed out all day? <laughs> we have that. Oh yeah. I mean, we had, we didn't have 15 DJs until this year, but we'll have 20, about 25 days with 15. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> that that is actually insane. We have it booked already. Like we're that's like it's in advance in like October and like a couple November dates that that'll happen on. Yeah. In like September, like the second half of the year, those yeah. haven't played out yet. 
but they're they're going yeah. to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even need to. Um, and oh, so, so we opt into all the wedding shows. If it's like a local two hour radius wedding show, I'm going to purchase it. Even if it's three gigs, we get off of it, which we will because my follow up kills everyone else's. Um, it's <laughs> worth it. And we really do those for the non peak dates, you know, yeah. like the, the Fridays and the Sundays. Cause if I have 15 DJs, I'll yeah. just, you know, anything is working. Dude, I, I am, uh, I'm a huge believer in like marketing. You know, it's such a cliche. People say like, you got to spend money to make money. It, but it's like so true when you're actually in it and you're like trying to get these leads. Like going back to what Eric said, I was just like, this year in particular, I was just trying to see what I could get out of wedding wire or not. Cause I was like, I need a big ad. Uh-huh. And it's just me. Right. And you know, and I was trying to convey that to, you know, obviously try to get a good deal because a lot of these leads are not going to be able to book me. So I was trying to convey that somebody was like, Hey, you know, like, because it's just me, I don't need all those leads, but I need to be competing with those big dogs. Mm-hmm. And I just went all in. I took out a huge ad with like wedding wire and the knot and, um, that shit's stressful, but you, you kind of have to go all in because I see a lot of these DJs are like, oh, you know, I get all my word of mouth. And it's just like, how? How can you fill up a full year? It's like the people, you know, I'll get if recommendations you can, too. Then you can. But they're not going to fill up my calendar. It's impossible. You yeah. know, they're not. It's just not going to happen. So like. And also some of those DJs are referring to a full calendar as 25 dates, you know, because exactly. those are the, like, me, those are the 30. Dates. A full calendar for me is 100. You know? Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. That first year that I DJed uh, with as the multi-op, I think I did like 85 gigs myself, you know. Yeah. Um, cause the, it was majority was going to me. I was booking myself first and then I would book the other DJs. Um, I worked myself into the fucking ground that year, but, yeah. um, but I was training the other people. And at the end of that year, we were up to eight and that's when things like really took off. Yeah. Well, yeah. What have you done free, free wise bar? Any free tips for marketing? <sighs> Not really, man. Like I've done my fair share. Like for example, like this Christmas, I did uh, like a couple of brides sometimes recommend me to their jobs for like holiday parties, and I'll just do the job. You know, I'll kind of like you know they're like, oh, you know, our budget isn't much, and I know they're not ripping me off because sometimes I might have done their wedding, so I, you know, I'll do the job and like some of these shitty BS parties. I'll just kind of go stay face, you know, because you want those people repping you you know you want them recommending you so you you might have to do a couple of those shitty gigs well the only way you're gonna Uh, have people telling you telling about you telling their friends about you or rebooking you is if you did it in the first place you know so exactly sometimes you just gotta you know you gotta you know just do it more or less uh but yeah you know the free stuff i i can't really think of it because it's just like doing a good job you know hoping you get a referral but it's not something that i'm expecting from every single broad you know um once i do a gig i might never see them ever again that's it the the business is done and like sometimes i hear people say oh you know these people go up to bat for us some there's some brides and some couples that i've worked with that you know like my photos you know they're all ride or die there's some couples that, you know, leave me five-star reviews, and then after the wedding's over, never. they don't follow me, and I never hear from them again. Right. We're majority like, of that. That was a wedding honestly. thing, and they're done with it. They're moving on. Yeah, you know? and that's fine. You know, I try to push our entire mindset towards one-and-dones because if yeah. I can book one-and-dones and then be happy, they got to be, you know, leave yeah. us a good review and shit. 
But if I can keep us thriving on just one and dones, then all yep. of the other people are just icing on the cake, you know? Yes. Agree. I'd much prefer to do like a new wedding than doing some like it's not that I don't like repeat customers. It's just that they've seen kind of the mystique. They kind of see how I work and like, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Like I, it's, you know, there's a lot of overlap, especially if they're like your friends, same friend groups and stuff like that. I just, I feel like there's more pressure on those weddings where like they recommended me or like a bunch of people or the bridal party. I'm like, okay, I got to, I got to do something different to kind of wow these people. And I feel like it's like a little bit more pressure and it's like, I hate friend weddings. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. I'm obviously happy that my friends are getting married, but I'm not trying yeah. to, I don't want to DJ your wedding. I don't want to provide a DJ for your wedding. Uh, anytime I get a message from like some kind of Facebook, like, oh, we went to middle school together. I'm kind of the same looking, way. Looking for yeah. a DJ. Like, can you quote me? I'm just like, yeah, here's yeah. a link to set up a call with my sales the guy. Nice part, <laughs> like, I don't nice part about mine is I, I live seven hours from where I grew up. So all the guys get yeah. married back there. They're like, you Rick, you still do the DJ thing? I see you're in North Carolina. And I'm like, yeah, so it'll be at least a thousand in travel to get me to come up there. And they're like, oh, okay. We'll see what other people around. <laughs> it's like, no it's right. like, I mean, if you're can willing you, to pay it, I'll do it. Can you recommend anybody? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then I'm like, I have no idea who's up there. Um, Bar, were you kind of talking about like the the same bride friend groups where like you get the wedding party and it becomes a little more stressful because they were at that previous wedding? Exactly. Yeah, I I, I know what you talk. Yes, I've ran that. I've started to run into that a lot um, with a lot of the newer bookings I'm getting. At least for me personally, where like they followed me on Instagram at the wedding and now they reached out for their wedding. Um, I've done a few of them so far, and it it works if they bring the same like party crowd. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm waiting for that thing. one that they don't. That exact same crowd, yeah. <laughs> so I, I've actually had that happen a couple of times where I did this wedding. It was like freaking banger. It was like crazy nuts. Mm -hmm. And like their their friend, one of their friends was in the bridal party, and they were like, "Hey man, we need you to do the exact same thing that you did at their wedding." And I'm like, okay, no problem. Like, I'm assuming it's the same friends group, bro. And it was not the same wedding. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously you're gonna have some friends overlap, but it's not everybody's the same. Yeah. And man, that wedding was tough to get through. Yeah, it's just it's not like the some same. Mumford and Sons people. The, and it, the whole time I'm like, oh fuck, they're gonna be comparing this wedding to the other one. Oh, yeah. And it's just, I hate that. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like good and bad because like all the ones that were at the previous wedding, they're like so hyped because they like come into it ready to party. Which is good, like yeah. you don't have to break them in as easy, but like also you you gotta hope that everyone else is on board. Exactly. Otherwise, it's gonna be problems. But I just laugh like when, like we'll get a lead and they're like, "I want, you know, DJ Joe Schmo." Like they they did my friend's wedding and it was absolutely blah blah like like awesome. Yeah. They're like, I, "I gotta have him," and I'm like, "I mean that's great." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, all right, that's cool." But I'm laughing because it's like, dude, we do the same shit every single fucking time like you know what i mean like i could yeah. shuffle i could dice roll the dj and it's gonna be the same shit like i, I get a i'm sure i get a lot of hate for saying that but it's just true like you play the songs you think they're gonna like that's the equation like you know what i mean like the the dj set it depends on what's happening it's not like you can copy and paste that same dj set like you said and it work um, yeah, and any DJ is just gonna do the best he can in the moment to make you dance, yeah, give or take the yeah. criteria you have to follow. But like, 
you know, and, and I don't know. Anytime I get that, I'm just like, all right, I guess, whatever. <laughs> so I guess the overall message for growing your business if you're starting out, well, assuming you're already a good DJ and you already got some good content online for you people to market, view. You got to market, market, market. Marketing is first. But as soon, after you market, I, the next step is just to follow up your ass on every lead you get to some if, degree. Well, if you're going, going, if any well, DJ starting out is like fucking learn sales because that is like my kryptonite. Like I feel like I got everything down. Like for me in this business, I'm like so confident in my product. But I, yeah. I don't know how to fuck to convey it to people. Like I don't know how to tell them. I'm like, listen, you got to go with me because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking going to rock your wedding it's just that comes with sales and some people have it and some people don't and i don't fucking have it when it comes to sales i just yeah choke. like i was just I on know. a sales call before this one they were like uh so tell us a little bit about yourself what'd you oh, do i hate that i hate you know, that already, like those, if someone those says that i'm like uh well this isn't gonna work this is <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, like, I'm just like oh my god i'm like i suck at this i'm like listen i'm gonna fucking rock you ready you don't don't worry about what what i've done what i will yeah. do or whatever uh but like looked- it's like the thing it's like if you have that like it's a little bit of like being able to BS people, just like kind of just a little bit, shit, just kind of like BSing them. If you can keep them on the line, just kind of bullshit. The problem you're gonna do great. The problem is I'm like zero BS. I just like tell them I'm like, all right, this is our lighting. You want it? No? Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I like I suck at sales, man. It's I, good I, to have like. It's good to make sure that you're in control of the meeting during the sales meeting. Like have a like this is what we're going to talk about front to back until the call is over and you have it already you have it mapped out because the second they take over you're at a disadvantage even if you have the answers to their questions you're at a disadvantage and you're not controlling the situation which is never a good place to be in in so the the problem i have in my meetings is like sometimes especially with zoom because before I was asking, I was doing like a hybrid of like some people come in, some people do Zoom. Now I've just completely switched to Zoom. Yeah. Some people are like so dry, bro. Or like some people oh, yeah. have kids crying in the background. Some I hate it when you dogs. try and be funny. You'll like make a little joke and they're just like crickets. Bro, like they're just like, so don't dry, say shit. Man. They're it's like, like, yeah, so uh, horrible. Yeah. And it's... I just, I don't know, man. I really want to like take like a sales course. I want to see like other DJs sell because I want to like, I don't know. I just want to see what the fuck they do because I'm just, that's something that I struggle with. I'm not comfortable with my presentation. I don't know if it's good or bad. I just, I have nothing to compare it to because I think we can all see a DJ's performance like on their Instagram and like, okay, that's kind of what it does. But like, let me see how we got the gig. That's like something I've become more and more fascinated we just, with. Yeah. Like, all right, what, what's just... a sales funnel? Like what's, how's this? That's like everyone. That's like everyone's like, that's secret what I sauce. Care about. Yeah, to some exactly. degree. That's like the most sacred thing that people will like hold on to. I was I mean, unless you're Eric, you just sell it. Yeah, or <laughs> not even like. So I don't tell people. I'm about to in two seconds here, but I don't in the automation stuff. I don't tell them what to do after they get the call. It's just everything else. Yeah. Um. But we built a DJ. Oh, event. That is like you could sell that because that's some shit I would buy because a DJ sales course. Uh, well, that's the problem. Like nobody has that, and the problem is like DJs. They'll get the they'll sign up for wedding wire, and like I was saying, they think it's a booking. It's not a booking. It's a lead. You have their contact info. Now you have to go figure out how to you, fucking get right. Them now you do the, the legwork. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's that. That's where everybody chokes. Joe you Bun. Go see like a you could go see a gig log and see what they do. You can go, but like. They've done their by, by like the time I'm telling you. Like, I want to see the Zoom meeting. I want to see like somebody. Eric's about to Eric's about to break it down. Do. Yeah, by the time they talk to you, they've already looked at all your shit. They know everything about you that they care to know. 
they're and yeah. they've opted because of all that shit to, to talk join. to you. Yeah. Therefore, yes. yet again, you just gotta tell them how it is. Like I said, you gotta be in control. Um, I what we did. Because like I said, they've already this read all our reviews. They've already looked at our bios. Actually, I deleted all our bios. But uh, either way, they've, they've gone through and they've deemed us worthy of their wedding by the time they're on the phone. Because if, if they hadn't done that, they wouldn't be on the phone. Anyways, so DJ Event Planner, as everyone knows, I use it. Um, we made a form for an example client, right? We were like, all right, when we get on the phone, we log them in. We're like, look at like click here, click here. And all the point of the phone call is to prove to them if they hire us, their problems are solved. That's the only message we're trying to put in their brain. And we can't say that verbatim, but that is the message that we are trying to get them to realize on the phone call. So we run them top to bottom through a DJ event planner form, and we try and point out the things that they would have never thought of that we cover. And through doing that, they're like, wow, these dudes thought of everything kind of, and it's, it's just cut and dry at the end. We double check what they want and then we bomb them with a contract and we're like, all right, peace. You know, and, and we don't give them, and oh, I mean, we're like, oh, do you have any questions? But typically they don't because we just bombarded them with this is how it's going to work, period. Um, yeah. And. But do you ever feel like you're talking too much? Because, like, I do the same thing. So, in typical, I, typical co- uh, consultation, I sit down, whatever. I'm like, hey, guys, nice to meet you. So and so, whatever. I go into the event planner and then this is like where things can go really south. Sometimes they're like super into it. They're like, wow, this is so cool. You can pick out your music. Wow. This is so like, you know, it's awesome. And then you have those people where I'm like just talking and they're not giving me anything to feed off. And that's where I'm like, that's when I start choking. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have like, you have your people that are silent for sure. But like I said, if you have a in order, cause we're literally going top to bottom through a form and as soon as we're done with the form, we say we double check what they want, and then we ask them if they have any questions. And then at the end of that, thank you, goodbye, because we don't want, just like in the DJ world, you don't want dead air. If you have dead air, exactly. you're at a disadvantage. You know, um, so, it's so, interesting. You, it, it, it's interesting so, here. You guys say how like you go through us, or at least Eric, how he goes through a set thing. Literally, the first thing I say on every consultation is this. There's no real script or anything to this. I'm literally just here to answer whatever questions you got. But it's a trick to some degree, too, because I do have a set agenda for what I want to show them yeah, I mean, on the set code. You can say that. But, it's just but no, literally, I just go. <laughs> it works. Bro, for, but some for me, people are not like that. Like, at least for me in particular, like, I'm like, so what do you have? You guys have any questions or anything like that? And like, it. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> mine will go off. Here. Mine will go off here in like ten I'll minutes. Say, Do you guys have any questions? And they'll go like, "No." They, they, like people have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And then if I take over and I'm just like, "This is this, 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 and that," I feel like sometimes they'll zone out. It's just like finding that thin line. And uh, yeah, you guys uh-huh. mentioned like you could watch. Like I, I know Joe has like a sales presentation, but like his was in person, and I I just want to see somebody just zell on Zoom. And the problem I had with Joe's presentation that he has on the vault is like it's very polished. Like I don't know if those are like paid actors. They were, I feel like that's not how my consultations go. I've never actually looked. Like, at I just it. want. It's, it's actually been on my like to do uh, list forever to look at it. It's and just definitely see what's like up. it's definitely like a it's, pre. It's too polished. 
it's it's like one of those like because it was in person he's like it was definitely one of those like hey i wanted to film our consultation or whatever and i feel like it was already like a set book because like every the couple the whole time are like yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i thought it was a powerpoint well, it's him sitting no, so down with a couple a pa- and with a, pa- I don't with have a PowerPoint. problem with my presentation. I have a problem with my delivery on my presentation. I just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like I have all the demos. Like, if they want, it, like if they say, "Hey, what's Dancing on the Clouds?" I have a fucking killer video I can right. show them. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's not the problem. I ha- the problem is not within like the presentation. The problem is with my delivery. I want to see how people deliver. Yeah, yeah. Like that console. Like you know, I want to see kind of how they bullshit the people more or less that's what i really want to see like i want to record one of mine and put it up for 20 dollars right now yeah Bro, I've i guess been that for the longest. also myself you gotta keep taste, you I, gotta keep in mind everything all of the advice i just gave we don't have those options there is no dancing on a cloud with us i don't give a fuck if yeah. you want to book that or not um we we only offer dj dj yeah and photo booth, and photo or booth. dj and photo booth what do you want yeah choose one you, yeah, you guys like, i'm in jersey though it's like that's like you it's have different. To, uh, yeah, it's different, different. You know, this, i mean i this... have to have everything under the sun like there's plenty of people who don't book that stuff but i i need to have yeah stuff. yeah and but this goes back to that pricing conversation it's like there's caveats to everything we're acting like is fact because it depends on this and that and where you're at how uh, just well, the shit you have to offer it just depends you know like what i just said that works for us really well and that's what we've learned works now if we had to you know sell them dancing on a cloud show them videos for upsells blah 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 that would probably put a fucking wrench in what i just said that works is it like critical bar up there for them to like figure out if they can get like dancing cloud and all that within their budget or because like I always push with my clients because like I have them where we have all those options or whatnot. And I always like, yeah. don't worry about that. Just pick out the DJ because like I only have two left on that date and let's let's move forward with that. And then we can add that stuff. I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's what I've done. That's a but, question I ask myself on a regular basis because the uh, Jersey is like so skewed because it's like there's some really top tier companies that are getting like topped off. Yeah. Whenever I see their numbers, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I must be the cheapest guy in Jersey. But then I'm like in Wedding Wire and like constantly people tell me like straight up you're at a budget, like, you know, just for our base rate for your four hour DJ. Uh So, you know, so when it comes to pricing, I just like, I don't even sweat. I don't give a fuck what other people are charging. I know what the fuck I'm charging. Like, fuck them. I I don't, I don't care if I'm cheaper or if I'm higher. These are my prices. You're either going to take it or yes or no. Yeah. Uh, So I don't really try to dwell too much on the prices because, you know, in my head when I can, I, cause I only compare myself to like the big dogs Mm -hmm. and compared to them, it's like, I'm, I'm like nobody, you know, I have like no fucking, I have no clout. Like I'm, I'm super cheap, but compared to like, you know, some of the bright, some of the people that, uh, you know, are on wedding wire looking for DJs, they straight up tell me that, you know, hey, you're at a budget. Things of that nature. Okay. So uh, okay. yeah. I'd lose sleep if I was worrying about other people's pricing. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um I don't know. For for me on the consultations, it's interesting because we have like a, a bundle system or whatnot, which basically is like you get a certain number of hours and then you get like three options to pick from and I've like kind of tiered you do- it's you like, do packages or you do out of car because I do. It's a bundle, I, so it's like a, a package. A package then, right? But you get to pick what goes into it. So basically, mm-hmm. I've I've figured out like five things that I will charge the same amount of money for, and oh, I okay. basically make it like you can choose. You can choose an extra hour, 
ceremony uh, audio coverage, cocktail, like or uplighting. And you kind of could pick and choose and add them in to one price point. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's that That's what so I, I kind of go with. So I, I started doing like a package. So um, uh, like Eric, I showed you that like in my email, when people go to our website, they fill up the form, whatever. They get an email right away. It tells them the package. And I also like before I didn't have packages, but I just included this package. because That's what I want people to book. It's just like a most popular package. It's just like, yeah, yeah. if you want everything here, just book this, this thing. It tells them how much it costs. Like even if they like don't book a consultation, whatever, they know how much it is. It doesn't tell you a la carte, but there's a package there that says, Hey, if you want TVs, lights, whatever. uh, And you know, one special effect, whatever, it's going to be this much. Mm -hmm. And they get that right off the bat. And that's been working really really well, well. like cuz as soon as they fill out that form they get a message saying hey do you want to set up a, a meeting click here to set up a meeting yep. and in that 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 calendly link it says yep. hey what services are you interested in yeah and a lot of people have been just it. typing in we're interested in that big package that's on there and it's just like bro that's fucking awesome it works so yep. packages do work so oh yeah i've been kind of going back to a package model just because of that because a lot of people just want to see what's the cheap one and what's the expensive one. right they, they want to see that it's oh, yeah. important for us to have packages because of like the model i just said because we like we have to squeeze out of you what is actually going to be on your contract in a single yeah. fucking question you know it's like what do you want? And you need to be able to answer it. Mm-hmm. And we should already know before the phone call. Cause we also ask what package you interested on the consult link. Um, yeah. and you know, we have bro. Calendly has changed my life. It bro. is. It it's is. So fucking I'm awesome. laughing when because people don't, when people don't have a, a calendar. Oh my God. It's like, it's like what how, are you doing? bro? It's fucking amazing, bro. Cause like now I don't even, sometimes I don't even answer a new lead because like, don't beat me to it. Yep. Like, you know, as soon as they go to my website, they fill out that form. They get a message that says, "Hey, you want to book a uh, a meeting with me right away?" Like it just says, it's automated. Yep, yep. A lot of people just go ahead and book it, and then mm-hmm. by the time I, it's time for me to respond, I see a meeting already set up. So I'm just and you're like, like hey, yeah. excited to see confirmed. the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like be going through my email list, and it's like new leads, so I like save it and then click you know, begin process or whatever. And then I realized they had already booked a meeting with me and I'm like, fuck. Yes. And it like sent them the opening email like shit. Bro, and I like, I have to like turn it off. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Somehow I never actually get any, any bite back about that. They're like, I already booked a meeting with you. What the fuck is going yeah. on? Well, they probably, so, probably but, it's in the process of getting bombarded yeah, by about yeah. a million companies. Right. So like you just get mixed in there and they're like, all right, going bro. off that. So that's actually a, a thing. Like, you know, I'm a single up, but I operate as a multi so i have different emails and stuff like that so whenever they get that email it goes from like the main admin thing so info at bar entertainment they'll get a message when i actually type in they get it from dj bar at um at uh-huh. bar entertainment.com so i have like it always says hey one of our staff members should have already sent pricing or whatever so it kind of gives you like that's a bigger operation that's cool that's a cool yeah. concept. Yeah. It's it's coming from like multiple different emails too. One so of the dudes in the awesome. chat actually uh, saved my life with emails. It was, I think it was yesterday or today. I don't know. I've literally been working on it since I talked to him. Terrence, shout out to Terrence. What was it about? Like think- emails hitting the inbox? No. Well, so um, I never actually made like a at Dow Oak events email for anyone other than myself. Oh yeah. We were just talking about oh, this really? before we jumped on. Yeah. yeah. I'm That's the funny. only one that ever had it. Everyone else just had like 
their gmails or whatever and it's super unprofessional but that's really not the advantage that i cared about um now that he showed me how how to do it um i'll be able to monitor their emails and you know if they're slacking i'll know um and i also am able to log in and change their passwords if i need to and i can do the automation tricks i need to do with the two-step authentication shit so during COVID, there was a brief stint where I was kind of operating as a multi-op and I made like fucking emails for my guys um, just because I needed to stay on top of them. Like, I need, I need you guys to make sure that you guys are going in talking to these leads and, you know, talking to these people. It's tough. Dude. Um, just they, because, you know, a lot of people were on edge. So if they were getting postponed and all of a sudden their DJ's not answering them, they're going to be fucking heated. You know? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, any so I, I did that to kind of fucking you. monitor them, monitor them, yeah. monitor the back end. All my guys have their own emails, but for the most part, the the leads never actually interact with them until they yeah. show interest in that particular person, or they book them. Obviously, um, it's, it's surprising. But um, let's talk about um, let's what talk else? About money now. Awesome. But I want to talk. About. All right. How so, much does? So what's the closing rate over there in North Carolina? What are you guys closing these leads? <laughs> it depends what's what the you average. Want. I've so ever since I started just like blindly dumping every last dollar I could into marketing, it skewed that number, you know, because now we're we're charging more. So we're yeah, we're we're booking the same, but it takes 10 leads to for one of them to be in their budget now. You know what I mean? Because we're not charged like as we charge more and we funnel more leads so in your order closing to book- rate went down then. right exactly our closing rate has gone down so which is fine because bro, that's what we my were closing rate is so ass bro. can we, can we like define in their book or they don't what <laughs> what are you guys defining as closing rate because I, I don't really closing track rate. these metrics like what is, are you oh, talking bro, like I, leads to booking I, I ran my numbers like i fucking know like for example last year i could straight up tell you numbers um for every dollar i spent on at wedding wire i got four dollars back so it was like a 500 percent return it was fucking awesome yeah you know? yeah so that's why i fucking you know i i like what did i i fucking went three times as hard on wedding wire and the not in hopes that i get that same return so are we are we ta- um, are we talking the closing rate being basically leads uh, so like total leads the, versus so total me, booked? so for me Percentage? I, I don't consider it a lead unless they booked a consultation okay, uh, okay. yeah no okay. that's different so so I know like if I had the consultation with them and they said, no, that means I fucked it up. That means it was all me. Cause these people, uh, they were on the hook. I was reeling them in. Could still be budget. During the meeting. They didn't catch the, must, the pricing email. And I fucked it up. So I, we that's have, how I calculate my leads. We have plenty of people that'll book a meeting. It's like, we're getting married in 2024. I'm like, why'd you book a meeting? You know you're not getting married. <laughs> you know? Like, no, you're not. You really think that? I, I honestly believe that. I, I've always thought that. I'm like, are these people like, but I can't. Like, I, I always think that everybody Why do you vet in DJs two and a half years out? I, like, shut the I've fuck up. I've plenty of DJs. You know, I've got the plenty of DJ websites, filled out that form with my fake website with my fake uh, email address you know try to get some info but i've never booked a meeting with them to actually i don't oh, think that we'll get on the phone with these people you Ew, know really i mean You've i don't that? but i don't but like i'm Bro, like my sales that, dude will text me and be like like it'd be like joe schmo is like weddings in 2024 should i cancel it you know and i'm like 
just I guess do it. You're just, like, you're just that good at getting consultations. I guess. I mean, we, we right now we're doing like eight a day, probably. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. But uh, I'd have to run my numbers, but it's actually like very rare to not book someone off a consultation for me. I can't see this chat Bro. at all. Why are you now on the YouTube app? This is the app. That is not the app. You are on the website. Bro, so every time you get somebody on the phone or on Zoom, you, you book them? That's crazy. It, it's, it's well, I give them all the pricing and everything up front, so they already know Me it too. before they come so into it. Well, we so if I had to run the numbers like last year, I probably didn't book five to ten of the consultations I had. That's, That's crazy, bro. That's you don't crazy. have enough consultations. Dude, we, Dude, that yeah, you're too cheap. We have people – all the time. We I don't even I don't know what the percentage is because if I, I kept track, decisions. I would literally not be able to sleep at night. I'd be so fucking mad. But we have contracts expire and we never hear from people all the fucking time. But our our like I said, you got to keep in mind we spring a contract on every single person that we talk. Bro, to. I do the exact same thing though. But I don't. I still get people who don't book. You know? I was. Like, I'll have a meeting with them. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I get more emails of anything that says, like, no, you're out of our price range. No, you're out of our price range. Like, it's every day there's, like, five or ten of those that literally You think people through. who book a consultation and don't book are strictly because the money, or you think it's other factors? Uh, I mean, everyone I jump on never wants to have a – like, they don't really go in depth in the money conversation. It's It's weird. Like, I'm always bringing it up, and they're like, yep, 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 sounds good, sounds good. And I'm like, ooh. Okay. I I, I'm really scared know, to ask that dude. question, and I get so pissed off when they're like, "Oh, we decided to go with another DJ." I'm like, "Fuck you!" And fuck you. Yeah, I, I know. I get this, if I, I get, get this, that email, I get, this, I get so pissed off. I, my my like, before Eric, I wasn't even replying to them. Eric, like, I was setting up my thing the other day, and I saw he has a lost sale one, and it's like, <laughs> the funny because the subject says Reese, so you're not even answering the main email. It's just like you're pressing the fucking up or whatever. And it just says, "Oh, sorry. Let us know if anything changes." I and love. Bro, I love. I always when they ask give why. you like a huge reply as to why they're not booking you, like some fucking bitch. And they're like, "If maybe if you didn't, blah blah blah." And they're like talking about how annoying you were, maybe like with all your really? all emails. I, yes, dude. I got like, 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 like I got an into it. I on purpose. People get pissed off. I on purpose click the button to reply out of context so they just know that I don't give a fuck about you and they just like if they're young enough they know you just, just like clicked some button and got an automated reply and they just wasted their time typing that five paragraphs oh, that's I, got, <laughs> I got a funny one the other day so Bro, I, I'm they a, never tell me why they didn't book though I you, right? you I always follow up like multiple times to see what Probably they're 50% dead, of the they time. They tell anyway, if they say we're, we're going with somebody else, I don't respond to them. They're dead. Oh, I always respond to them. I always say like, oh, sorry. So why? Like, oh, why did you I, book that other option or I whatever? De- I definitely never ask why. I just click the button. This one was hilarious, I, I can't though. do it, bro. It hurt my ego. I just don't give a fuck. Well, the like, thing is, is we're funneling so many fucking leads. If you're uninterested, don't even tell me that. Just shut the fuck up because you're wasting my time. Like... Fuck off. It's, you know, see, I just click I the unsubscribe button. I don't know why they, they said no, but I also, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a bitch. I don't want my feelings hurt. <laughs> well, well, Eric, your automations are so good. They think you're personally reaching out to them I, each time. You're not even wrong. That's why, that's why they're like, hey, so I don't want to waste your time anymore. Can you just like, we're going somewhere else. Yeah, I had some <laughs> lady reply like, today. So what, did you, what did they say to you? Oh, so this one was hilarious. So this had to been an older lady because just of the way it happened. So called 
I didn't answer, went to voicemail, left the voicemail. I just text responded and then sent them the pricing and everything. Like she was like, what's the pricing? Are you available? Send them all the pricing info. Here's the link, the schedule consultation, text it. Oh, great. Thanks. And then, uh, my admin, she follows up like a week later after that, because they filled out all our forms and everything and they didn't want a proposal. So we laid off a little bit text and be like, so I just want to follow up touch base, something like that. And she replied back. Yeah. I actually found a DJ that wanted to have a conversation and we jumped on and had this great conversation for two hours. I just wanted to let you know that followers doesn't mean shit to me and you, uh, it doesn't impress me, blah, 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 like going on and on about how I have like a big following and that doesn't win my lead or whatever. And I'm sitting there like, I wasn't even available in your date. I didn't even send myself. I sent you like the other guys that are available and she's like, and uh, this person actually reached out, wanted to have a conversation. I, I texted back and said, Sorry you feel that way, but we texted you an option to have a meeting. Have fun at your wedding. <laughs> just like, I was like, you guys are better what? people than me, bro. Cause I don't like, even when it comes to like YouTube, when I get a shitty comment, I get fucking pissed, bro. Like, some people are like, oh, I just let it roll off the shoulder. Not me, bro. I'm like, <laughs> fucking die. Like, so, I hope you crash or some shit. Like, I sent bro, out, I, I am the worst with that. I'm a bad person. I sent out an email blast, right? Because um, we hiked our prices just to test the waters, right? We were just going to see what happened. I'm in the process of doing that, but I'm so scared. It, well, we we backtracked. We backpedaled. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah, mm-hmm. we backpedaled. I mean, it, it was... We still have raised prices. Our prices have still gone up from what they were, but not yeah. not to the numbers. Um, and I'm yeah. happy with what they are right I now. I moved mine back. I went up even more. Uh, we we backpedaled. Um, really? Whatever. So but the besides the point. Of- so either way, so we were rocking that new price for three weeks or whatever. So we had a shitload of leads that saw that price. And in my mind, I was like, this due to that number, we don't have as many consults. So I was like, I got to fix that. So I sorted all my leads by inquiry date and mail blasted them with like a discount. Special, special discount, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And here's our, our actual prices if, if that scared yeah. you, basically. So... I had two immediate replies, one on top of the other, and I actually posted a screenshot of this in um, the DJ groups because it was funny. The top one was like, that sounds great. I'll take the luxury package, which is our most expensive package. Yeah. It was just like perfect. The luxury. I call mine the platinum package. Yeah, everyone calls. It's like premier luxury diamonds in a blender. No one fucking cares. But either way. It's a luxury. Uh, <laughs> luxury package. Uh, anyway, but she was like, perfect. Send me the contract. No, one email. You know, yeah. the very next email, which was the only other person to immediately reply within like two seconds, was like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> she was like, you guys are about a thousand dollars over market value and oh blah, blah, blah. And I'm like sitting here like, That's what impossible, is that? Bro. I literally was like, you're using Wait. smart people words and you're a fucking moron. Wait, like, so, <laughs> so I've, I've had those where they, they like say what that you're the fuck is the market value. Like, what well, are you talking look it about? Up. Well, you can actually, so I've done this before because, uh, I've had clients that responded and they're like, you are so overpriced compared to it. We found DJs in the $500 range or whatnot. And I literally will go to wedding wire where they say your average price point for North Carolina for wedding DJs, copy the the link, paste it and send it just the link. That's and, some petty shit. And I literally like, you so open just to say to, that's to, some petty to, uh, shit right there. <laughs> hey, going back to my question, what is the, like, what is the average? It's bullshit. That's Carolina bullshit. The thing wedding. is, if, if what wedding she had said was true, then well, like we'd only year, be charging $500, you know, because we quoted a her year like ago 16 or 1800 bucks for like a basic package. 
Um, might go up, but and uh, there's no fucking way people are out here charging five hundred dollars, and they might be, but that's not the quote unquote market value. Like, what the fuck is the market value of a service industry job? That doesn't even make sense. That term does not apply, and if it does, especially when it's like fuck you, anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So, just in general, uh, moving forward, I feel like if you're not doing uh electronic sort of pricing or getting info to brides prior you're screwed going forward i i say that because i talked to a dj the other other day at the wedding show and he still is using calls literally calling every lead he gets out of the blue well so Bro, I'm such a millennial. I hate calls. I don't want to talk to them. Right, and and yeah, well, he was talking not. to me about how he's like, "Yo, how you doing or whatnot?" And he's like, "It's it's getting rough out here, man. Like our bookings are way down. Like it's so bad." I'm like sitting here, like mine's like through the roof right well, now. Where is this dude? Here. Here. Yeah. Mm, that's more of a, a other place thing. You know what I mean? Like here. It's not often they're looking for a DJ like Bar or like a Jason Jan. Oh, he's not one though. He's not. Well, he's he's treating his customers like he is. If that's the case, well, he's not on Wedding Wire. He's not on the Knot. He's. Well, it sounds like he just sucks. Like this sounds like a fucking course. You're not booking shit because you're not shit. Like if Anyways, you don't advertise, I you was don't just have saying fucking pricing. What you, the fuck? You need you need to have a really good online profile, and be on these online sort of places, even if it's a free account moving forward into the future, because. Brides and everything, they're all electronic. It's all electronic meetings now. They millennials and Gen Zs hate fucking phone calls like the plague. Um yeah. out of the blue, not scheduled phone calls. That's the bigger thing. Yeah. Well, I I would well, never I mean, call I'd rather someone. do a Zoom call than a fucking phone call anytime. Oh, absolutely. I wanna I wanna see who the hell I'm talking to. Yeah. We don't even we don't Well, I also Zoom. like with Zoom you, I have like you can share I can show you shit. Yeah, like I'm like you share the screen. Look at this. Here's a little demo of me doing this wedding. Like, you know, you with a call. Build, you could build bro, that into that planning form. Skills. You could build have, those into your planning forms. Like, literally have, like, a checkbox. It's like, like, yes or no. It's like, are you interested in dancing on a cloud? If they select yes, it makes a pop-up of the video. Ooh. You know, and then you top to bottom that planning form, like Ooh. I said. Bro, that's crazy. You could do that. That's, that's, within, that's within DJ Event Planner. Fuck yeah, it's logic based. If if the answer to the question, uh, but is, I'm saying you can embed a video within a, the, one of those questionnaires. I didn't know that. You I know that. you can embed a picture. I, if you can't embed a video, you can do a drop link, like a hyperlink that'll yeah. make a pop up window for the video. Link to the Vimeo. Yeah. Whatever you put your yeah. YouTube videos. You on. might be able to do a video itself, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. I've never tried. I know I know pictures and I know obviously hyperlinks. Interesting. Yeah. Bro, we Aaron, Aaron are strong. And you don't have to wear pants. This, on the YouTube channel. Uh, now we're up call. to 44. This conversation's been good. This Everybody good. wants to hear this, about this money talk. I um, mean, for the second live edition of this, this is very good. 40. I've been seeing like 40 to 45 people on here the whole time. Another. Oh, That's I was going to say. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. We got to end on the. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just real quick. You said CJ podcast. All right, folks, that's all the time we have. You said yeah, about like not quoting someone, like your pricing or whatever, before you hop on the phone. Oh, I so, never do that anymore. Well, oh, you don't no, quote bro. them? No, I no, always bro. quote. I always give them pricing up. I used to not. It uh-huh. was useless. It was like bro. rule number one for me: no pricing up front. 
And then um, it was actually, yeah, I did that up until literally um, bro, those people, like November. People fuck off, bro. Bro, I, I was literally in January. I was doing like a lot of like back end stuff, updating my website, tweaking my pricing and just figuring out like what other people are doing. I was shopping these other companies, like fucking all over the country, uh-huh. even here in Jersey. You shot me. Did you shot me, bro. So, uh, you didn't I, shop I me. I shopped you. I probably, you told me to shop you, and I did. We talked. I probably, I probably did. So. I'm gonna shop you after this. I want to see what I you got. Shop bar. After, so I want to see what you got after the last podcast. Bro. Some people Whoa. they would not give me a fucking price, bro. Some people or they would say some crazy shit like, "Uh, yeah, our price ranges from uh." A thousand to ten thousand. I'm like, bro, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm like, that's just too tell big me. of a range. Like, I'm telling you what I want. Hey, I'm getting married on site at this venue, and uh, I need ceremony, cocktail hour, and up lights. Can you quote me on that, bro? People were so persistent on not giving me the price. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Just I would give you the price. If tell you me asked. Why, why is it so like with me? Secretive. Like, speaking from a cons- consumer perspective, I would think you're like fucking like you're shady. Like if you don't tell me, like just, yeah. I can tell me how much it's going to cost me. Why are you telling me you're so persistent that I have to schedule a consultation for me to know how much it's going to cost? So I was always weird about that because the way I've structured it, all four of my guys have a different price point. So, and that's bad. I think that's bad for business. No, uh, you would think so. But like the way I'm trying to build it is everyone's kind of their own profile within the company. It's like the SE sort of style where they have tiers. It's like the SE too, but I don't, like, I would never want my, like, if I was a multi, I don't want my guys feeling like shit, like, all right, you're not as good as this guy over there. Like, you know, that shit, like, if I was working for you, I I would need to be up there with you because I would. Well, you have the content though. So here's, here's the deal. Oh, people come and like 90% of the people see all of my shit. And they want to book me. And so I have to put myself higher than the other guys. Otherwise, they're not going to get booked. Period. That's fine. Like, for um, example, for SCE, I could get Jason. He could charge more because he is like a, you know, like a quote unquote profile DJ. They're not like, so like stupid, ridiculously impressed. It's like a few hundred dollars between the two of them. And it's mostly because yeah. this these two guys are relatively new. This guy's been around a while. This guy's got a shitload exactly, of videos. Like, this guy has none. Um, I, I got, know. I got to give like, options to be able to, cause like the way I see it is if I'm a client coming and I'm looking at this roster of DJs, who am I going to book? And whoever has the most reviews, the most content is who I'm going to book. So I put those guys at a higher price point. Yeah. But I think that's, that's hindering your, well, I mean, I guess I'm speaking from like a employee perspective. Like for example, if I was working for SCE, I need to be charging top tier price you're not putting me down with like the cheaper guys it's just it's a bad look for like the other guys you know because it's like oh you know this guy's not as good as this guy i think it's just like you're all in we're all this price well well it's it's clear on our marketing that like the way i persuade it because people are always like why is this person i'm like it's purely based on the demand this person gets more demand than that person but you can do like loopholes like for example for me like like I have a six month, like if they're like, if their wedding is like within six months, I'm going to hook these people up. Cause it's very unlikely that I'm going to fill that date. So like if their wedding is like a couple days away, fuck, like, right, you know, right. throw out the window, 300 bucks. give you a best fucking deal. No problem. Like I'll fucking yeah. do this thing. Cause it's, it's, I rather work than not work. Right. Um, so there's ways around it or like, you know, you have like, uh, you know, I've seen some guys do like, you don't know who your DJ is going to be, but you, it's a that's really us. good deal kind of thing. That's, that's like another that's one. Him. That's I don't mean. do that. But, like, but the thing is, that's, that's a good one. But I would never do like this DJ is better than that one kind of thing. Right. Well, the thing is, is 
let's say we charge two grand, right? Just for sake of numbers, it doesn't matter. So we charge two grand for uh, this package, our most book package. All right, well, if I get a brand new DJ that's never DJed in their life, they go through our training course and we've deemed them as good, good as we need to have them yes, to go out on their own. We're charging two fucking grand for them to go out. It's they're right. not they're not eighteen hundred for a year and then they're two grand. Fuck that. It's exactly. across the fucking board. And I don't wanna lessen the price for a a, a newbie, whatever you call you know, someone who's new. Um, they I would charge the same amount for them as I would for literally me. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. I won't I won't do the wedding myself, but you get the idea. The vets, the new guys all the same price. That is another reason we don't tell. Yeah. That's another reason we don't post biographies. That's another reason yeah. we don't uh, tell people who their DJ is unless they request it. We, by default, oh, wow. choose their that's, DJ. That's a whole nother level. That's like, a whole, yeah, them. yeah, this is a whole nother level. Well, there. we tell them, we tell them, like, Some people, if you have a, a if you have a preference, let us know, and mm-hmm. if they're available, that's fine. But we're gonna pair you with the DJ that's that's best for you. Otherwise, it, it's just words. It just means fuck off unless you know who you want, which they never. It's very rare for them to request a specific DJ. Really? Because we oh, we have pushed Dowook events from day one. That was the idea, not that's the WWE Eric mindset. <laughs> well, but it's just it, we never pushed Eric Massingale. You know what I mean? I separate. Yeah. I made sure I. Was was not the face from day one yes you know um so that we could do this yes and that agreed it, some people just and jason janite trust me they're doing a lot more money wise than we are yeah. um but one day you know uh I, I would imagine it would not be good for sce if jason janite literally retired and i could be wrong but i would imagine it would put some kind of hindrance on the entire company i think so too because you know, I say this all the time. If I were to become a multi-op, it would not be the bar entertainment anymore because everybody's going to want bar, you know? Right, you gotta, right. It, but also, like, with, I, Jason Jana like has some superstar-ass like, DJs. That's what, that's like what I was Nick about Spinelli to say. is literally like pushing famous among the community, you know? Um, well, and you're just talking the community. In the local scene, a lot of his guys are like well-known. Right, right. So it, it is... Right, but- that's that's kind of where I'm going with my. I want all my guys to be individual to some degree, like have their own brand. I, I think, well, I don't ever want to get strong armed either. Let's say I've got a DJ no, on 45 events or 45 weddings, and he just starts bombing gigs, or I just in general don't like him for some reason all of a sudden, and I want to fire him. Well, I don't want him to be locked into 45 gigs for my company in the future. I'm not. Like, You're fucking fired. Bye. And then switch yeah. it, and it doesn't matter. I'm not you, uh, yeah, you no you, one has you, my balls in a vice grip. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You want to be able to keep that machine going, you know, just like fucking, you know, if you need to churn guys, you need to fucking all right, one in one guy and another guy. Um everyone keeps saying but, Jason's DJs are like awesome. And yes, it's we're just using him as an example saying, because awesome. what I'm saying is like he's just the easy example because people the know their company, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um you're yeah. definitely right. You're definitely right. Um I don't so. know. That's the route I'm going. It's working so far. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't know. not work. But Bro, if I come work for you, you you fucking you would I be need, right you up there. To be charging top dollar. It's just such a bad look. I feel like no. If you, I mean, well, if you come into my company with an image like you have already, 
Yeah, you would be I'm top dollar. Shallow, bro. I'm like, bro, you're not gonna fucking put me in the fucking discount. He's bit, just you putting know? bar out there for three hundred bucks. See, the no thing- matter what, <laughs> he's like, it's fucking well, loser. So, so it's it's the conversation like with with the new with the new guy I just brought in. We always have the conversation around if I put you at the top dollar price point, you're not gonna get booked. Bro, but over I, I over the other guys, I'm trying to give like them every- the, the option to basically get to that point. Like, ideally, all of them are going to get to the point where they are very, so, very th- similar to my price point. So there's different ways, or like you could do that without blatantly saying this guy is more expensive than that guy. So you can do something like, okay, this guy has a minimum. Like he, you know, he's so has so heavily sought after that he only goes out for the, like the big package, the luxury package. He won't go out and do just the, you know, the speaker pack. Not the diamond pack. So there, there's like other too. ways around it. Yeah, there is. Like saying like, uh, you know, all right, this guy's, you know, a thousand dollars. That guy's two thousand dollars just because he has uh, two reviews more than this guy. You know. It's more their profiles. Like if they want to view the DJ, like my two bottom guys have literally like zero videos of them ever doing a wedding ever. And but if you work them into the company, it's like, all right, the company tells you, like, for example, for Eric's is like a perfect example because it's like, listen, we as a company know he's ready to do your wedding. We, we are not going to send somebody who's not ready to do your wedding. Oh, yeah. That's why everybody's the same price. You know, it's like everybody is like legit. Everybody's certified. Everybody's we, we know we trust our product so much that no matter who we put, they're going to fucking crush your wedding kind of thing. Um, Fuck yeah, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I just, I guess, I, from speaking from an employee perspective, I wouldn't want to be, you know, compared to the other guys in the same organization. Forgive me while I'm making coffee. I don't know. I don't think they're. What's the next to question? Each, <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. It's all different. It's all. They're not, honestly everything we've talked about this entire time. It is as hardcore as I was like, this is how you do it is just my opinion. Like it's not, I mean, it's all opinion. We're, we, and I also heavily change my opinion constantly, you know, like literally uh, every month he's over here with a new opinion. Two, two years ago, I'd have told you you're a dumbass to subcontract a DJ today. I only have three W2 DJs and 12, 1099 DJs, you know? So really? Yeah. Changing over. So bar single op or multi-op? Uh, well, I operate as a multi-op, but I'm a single-op. But I have guys, like if I need to, I have other guys that can come in and fill a role. You potentially looking to do multi-op? Or... Not really. Like right now, my main goal is just to keep doing what I'm doing. Like, so, but The problem is I feel like everybody thinks that you need to be a multi-op to make, crazy, like, to make good money, but you really don't. Without yeah, killing yourself. Um, so for not. me, like, I make really, really good money. Like how I'm much? Not how I'm much money? You want to talk about money? Let's get some. Uh, Let's get some dollar ones figures. in the chat if you want to hear how much <laughs> money Bar makes. <laughs> well, I mean, this is before expenses, but you know, let's say, for example, how many weddings did you do last year? How many weddings did you do last year, personally? For me personally, uh, as just Bar, I did about seventy, but I did more. I did one hundred and five, but that's just not. That, that wasn't just bar entertainment. What was that posh too? Exactly. Yeah. But I also took on a lot of gigs for like buddies of mine who were like, hey, COVID. Because like, I know a lot of guys who are just 
you know, just that mobile DJ who works out of his garage, they're like an engineer during the week kind of thing. You know, they're like, you know, those guys that are just like not full time, you know? All right. So a hundred, kinda... 105 events, average $2,500 a piece. He did pretty well. I, I did How pretty much well. You make? How much you make? <laughs> what's, on, what's on, what's it? Line 11? Quarter milli. Line what? 11 on the, uh. The oh, the, the revenue, yeah. the revenue well, I mark. I can't remember what line it is. I don't, I don't fucking know. I asked Andy um, what it is. <laughs> I, Me and Rick have the I, same I, accountant. Yeah, I we make, have the same accountant. It's funny. I, I definitely, I make six figures. Oh, um, ooh, after or but, before? Okay. <laughs> uh, after I make six figures. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, though, in the event, as a mobile DJ full time, you have to be. You, I mean, you don't have to make six figures. You can make well, shit, but it's if you not out of grasp if you play your cards right you know what i'm saying yeah, it's, yeah. it's most not impossible of, that's most of the people, people that as you a multi heard of like you have- are making six figures you know it, it's the low end of six figures in reality oh, but yeah, it's but much. it's but six figures that's great that's incredible you know what i mean still above the what the average salary of I'm America way I'm not way over on our income, Yo, bro. Let, I'm the right there. Way I'm over. Saying, like, Eric. Eric's got to make at least like quarter mil a year bro. with with um, with automations or without automations. He's got to he's got to be pulling at least two hundred. I I bet you he's that automation to. thing is bringing in more than because he's Dow doing Oaks. more than me. So he's got to just. I'll tell you what. He's got to. I've got. I've got some brand new shoes on. All right, I'll just leave it at that. Those those automations be treating him well. That's all. That's all I'm guessing. He's got to make over two hundred. He's got to. This hair gel I get is hella expensive. (laughs) Hella ones in the chat though. I wish. I don't. What about you, Rick? Rick's got. You got two jobs. You got. I got job and an engineer. Well, yeah. If we're. This year was the first year I've ever made more in the DJ industry than I have at my W two. Bro, fucking quit. <laughs> Go I don't know why I couldn't do it. I it, so it's it's just one of those things that like at the What's more the you? the longer I'll, I'll tell you money I'll tell you everything assets about being your own boss and assets. I'll, I'll tell you. So assets. I'll, I'll I'll tell you the main reason why I'm doing it and the the re the when I will quit. I am saving no. No, screw that uh it's saving up well having insurance is a big perk too mostly because i had wisdom teeth taken out and everything so having that employer insurance helps a shitload because my wisdom teeth cost me 400 bucks so that helps a lot but for me it's having both of those cash flows together to be able to save up money to put down money on these big loans to get um the real estate properties i'm trying to get into so that I can get my cash flow right, so that basically I can quit and literally just quit, quit and be set. And DJ goes south. I still have cash flow coming in from rental properties. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's I'm, the ultimate goal. I think like a way out. Like for me, I'm like, and I'm I'm close. To I know I can't. That. I don't want to be that. You know, not. I don't want to be like like that six year old DJ still doing this. Really? You don't it, want to be the sixty year old in the club? No, hell no. I, I cut too many. I know I, too many, dude. I'll actually make. I well, I'll make less this year. Um, well, I guess it's relative. In terms of like if I made money off of every single event I did, I'm going to make less because I've strictly reduced my amount of gigs I'm going to be doing this year on purpose. Bro, just tell us numbers. <laughs> yeah, why what? are you being really specific? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm trying to hear like I make 
this money. Neither of you guys said I make this money, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, we established that I make a hundred. I we established that Eric makes over two hundred. I so now it's was just, just up being to you. funny. I never confirmed shit. I was just laughing. <laughs> Yo, Eric's got to make over two hundred. Otherwise, I he's see. Got to. If you want to do my to. math, I only did thirty-eight events personally last year. That's it. Personally, that's all I did. But the company did uh, 68 or something like that. But it was just basically me and Marcellus last year. This year, we're already at 69 weddings booked this year, plus four school dance events and other adventures we're going into come wintertime. Christmas lights. So I, I guess back to the back to the question, uh, why don't you want to go full time? It's, it's, it's extra cash flow. Um, so... But you're telling me like you can't because you're a multi op, so you know. But you you, you really right now I'm making fucking paper. Like, if uh, I quit, if I quit, fucking... if I quit, my income is cut in half. But if you invest more time into the DJ job, you will make more money with it. Therefore, your income is not cut in half because it goes that part but i also have to make up the additional costs in terms of insurance and other asset figures within it i don't disagree this because it's literally a consideration heavily this year i told you before we jumped on here and you know about too i quit goodyear in october to get a new job because i was literally at a breaking point with my current job in terms of the amount of hours and time it was taking me that i was killing myself i I guess I'm at a point, I'm at a job now that like it, it extended that lifespan of being able to be an engineer just a little yeah, bit longer so, with more, with a little, with the freedom they give me. I guess you're like in different shoes because for me, like, I, I guess I had nothing to lose. This was like, if this didn't work, I would fucking, you know, I'd be working at like just a McDonald's kill or something. Yourself. Like, so <laughs> yeah, I had nothing I just, to fall back on. I hear that. But like you, you, you actually have like a career job. So I guess it's a little bit more difficult saying, Hey, quit that. Cause you went to college. It, you like it, your fucking computer. Yeah. I wasn't qualified to do shit else. If I wasn't doing bro, this, I'd be working in fucking Taco Bell. Well, you know, bro, like, me too. Like, <laughs> me too, bro. I have, bro, I dropped out of college. I have no fucking degree. I have zero. I yeah exactly so I, I, I same re- here so i've been like i reach out because you guys aren't really in the similar position but people like uh lunatico and um john simmons both of them are in similar positions that i'm in now before in terms of having a really yeah. good w2 job that's bringing in good money that you could just literally just do that job the rest of your life be fine or you could go down this venture path but I've already, t- I mean, I told my employer when he hired me, I'm like, I don't plan to be here for the next, after five years. I like, I literally told him straight up, I'm probably going to quit. Also, like, but, I, I act like I only do the, the DJ thing, but if you think about it, like, there's a lot. Uh, well, no, like, well, yeah, there's a lot to it, but automation, even though it's relevant to the industry, is a second job. It's completely relevant to my event company, and I do that full time through the week. You know, so 300, 300, <laughs> 250. So, so see, he just the, say he, he's saying 200 wasn't enough, Rick. <laughs> well, and he's that's like, kind of he's like, you know, I have other jobs, so it's actually way more. <laughs> that's all I've Well, and that's kind of where I'm at, too, because like the fusion sound lighting as it sits right now, I would not want to rely on just that business to support me. So, like, doing this other stuff between. The little bit that YouTube brings in, uh, doing the, 
the OnlyFans, uh, the uplighting sales through both lighting, doing the dealer stuff. I really like the dealer stuff. That's cool. Um, and then the new ventures I'm trying to get into come Christmas time. We stumbled we stumbled into Christmas light installations this year. Um, and let me just tell you, there's a shitload of money in hanging Christmas lights for people. And uh, also like, huge fan of like you know, Christmas. So of what Christmas? Christmas. I really like Christmas. The American Jewish. Which one? It's Christmas. Okay. I'm not. Are I'm, you Jewish? I'm not a bigot. Sure? I'm not a bigot. A bigot. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Oh, Only well, a Jewish person would say that. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like Christmas. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I, I need you guys. Like a, it's just like a known fact that it's like Christmas is great. But you right. said, I, I just wanted the record that I love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just on so, record. So we're on the topic. All right, convince me why I should quit now. Because we'll make fun of you make, if you don't. You're the only one that can make their, that decision. We don't know your numbers. Tell me your numbers, and then I'll tell you if you should quit. Yeah, here, let me – how much do you make, literally? What, at my job? <laughs> just, Hold on, let me look yeah, it up. My divide, w, uh, divide it up. My, my W-2. What is your salary at, at your W-2? North Carolina 80. 80. Salary. 80K. And 80k, 80K? three weeks, three weeks of vacation, 80k. Wait, how? And it says right here, estimated salary for an engineer in 56 Durham in North Carolina is 74k a year. Yeah, I'm at 80. So I'm just, I'm just, I started right at that. Raleigh, North Carolina is 64. If you make 80k and it's only Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, that's all it is. Monday through Friday, um, and three weeks of vacation throughout that whole entire thing. That's it is whatever details yeah. past that. Uh, Vacation's eight, a big eight deal. In the morning till five, kind of thing. What is the yeah eight time? to five? I'd probably. Oh, I wouldn't do it, but I think that you should do it. Yeah. It, if if I can still maintain right. what I'm doing now, right? Yeah. If you're not killing yourself with busyness, then yeah, eighty k is see is the, worth the it. determining factor is going to be the kid. Like what you're going. If I was in your shoes, about to have a kid, I would have quit the engineering because I would knew. But, Cause I would have to pick one or the other. Cause Wait, I couldn't. But Rick, you're not. Are you having a kid too? No, no. I'm just oh. saying, if I was in his shoes, like if I was in his position where I have a kid coming along the way, I would have to pick and choose which job I'm going to stick with because I'm not going to be able to maintain a kid and pulling basically a hundred plus hours a week. I'm, if you I'm had a kid, I would tell you to stay. Keep I'm not. Job. Good luck. If, I'm not because stopping. Because you don't shit. have a kid, I would say leave <laughs> What your are job. you talking about? This kid's not running my life. I'm the daddy. <laughs> It's a, it's a different story, okay. That's what fucking. Bro, if that's what the significant other. How many, how many for. weddings do you think you can book? What? Can how, you book a hundred? Do you think you could do a hundred? With the guys I got, we'll do a hundred this year, no problem. Yeah, what? so if you do a no hundred, let's say in the low end, fifteen hundred. How many are you doing by yourself? Fifteen hundred. Let's say you average per wedding. I'm only. I'm so. I, I'm stepping what's back. What's your closing rate? How about that? Uh, <laughs> we we talked rate? about that. We talked about that earlier. Closing rate. If you're aware of your closing rate, you, I'm not. It doesn't even matter because you don't do enough consults. In my opinion, like I couldn't even tell you the closing rate because you should be doing so no. many consults that what the no. closing like, like also. I'm talking about like the closing, like the the number that that most like. Uh, I I don't know. I guess like. I'm talking about the final number. Like, what's the most cost? Uh, like, what's the average cost of a wedding for you for your company? Not your closing rate, as in like leads. I'm talking about like like the average oh, sale sale like, point. Like, let's average say, sale price. Like, average price. Sa- like the average ticket. What's the average? Ticket? Okay, nineteen hundred. That's really fucking good, dude. Mine's sixteen hundred. Last, last year I'm was well, nineteen hundred. Well aware of that number. <laughs> yeah, 
So if it's 1900, dude, and you're doing fucking uh, 100 weddings, that's like 200 grand, bro. That's it'll it'll be higher this year because we upped all our prices and doubled it again. I did it at the beginning of the year, and then Eric convinced me to do it literally like two weeks ago to like, it hike again. it even more. Do it again. <laughs> do it two bro, more times. I'm like, we'll I'm, see. <laughs> I'm at, right now I'm at 1650. The next jump for me is going to be 1850, and I'm like so nervous. What, what, I don't know why. Oh, we're talking the average price point, right? Uh, no, no, that's like just the start. Like just, I, I was about to say, what's that get you? What's what's sixteen fifty? That just gets you DJ, MC, uh, two man team, and speakers. That's it. Four two hours. man team for four hours. You said four hours. Four hours. That's that's team, yeah. that's my price point. It's uh, sixteen ninety five for four hours for mine. And my other guys yeah. um, is thirteen ninety five, eleven ninety five. That's pretty good. But what yeah. does that get you over there though? For two that's gonna be expensive people? for your area. Two people, four hours, sixteen ninety five. What? But does that get any like enhancements? No, no, zero enhancements. How much does the Bro, second? Th- then you must be cost. fucking expensive over in North Carolina. Oh yeah. Right? Well, I don't. It's yeah. relative. Yeah, he yeah. Is. he's Two. definitely more yeah. expensive than the next. I'm not as expensive as Joe Bunn is, but oh, it's not close. even close. No, not even close. Like, they've hiked. Yeah, they've but seri- I don't even know. No, how to 60, do it. 1695 is the four yeah. hour rate. If you want like the general, like if you wanted to get the normal. Six hour cocktail ceremony lighting option, just like literally just up lighting. Um, that would be add another 800 to that. Do I can't do math that quick? 1700, 1700 plus 800, 2000. Math, damn, that's really fucking good then. That's that's my price point, but I, I did that purposely because I don't want to do as many weddings as I did last year. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to get my other guys because my other guys they literally I talked to them this year and or like I do every beginning of the year, and they're literally Here. telling me, yeah, they <laughs> they want to do like literally like 40 weekends a year, and I'm, I I don't personally, I want I want my weekends, but that's also because I, I work W2, so um, my weekends are my breaks, so if I don't have them, I will literally crash. Um, that's why you need to quit and just do this full time or do the other one full time. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the borderline. Trust me, it. I've been on the borderline of doing it for two years now. Um, and this new job has gave me a new life to be able to continue that just a little bit longer. Um, we'll see. That's all I gotta say. We'll see. I'm gonna hang on to it as long as I can physically manage to do it. All right. Um. Yeah, that's about all I got. On any that. any other good questions, guys? <laughs> I saw what's your favorite DJ controller? Oh my god! No, fuck that. We're, we're this about this business? is no, yeah, no, we're not I on hate, that. You know, I mean, side, side, sidebar. I hate how DJs will say like, "Oh, I'm investing in like a new fucking controller." I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's not an investment. You're dude, just fucking buying shit, dude. No, you want an investment? Buy some uplights. Uh, yeah. No, if you want it's an investment, like when people buy an talk ad, about their car as an investment. Ads. It's like, dude, your car is not an investment. Like, hey, don't say that a Tesla might be an investment. It's not. I'm telling you. When when Elon <laughs> Musk opens up the the ride sharing for your for your Tesla when it's sitting at home, uh, it, there might be a future situation. I'm I'm saying yeah that that makes this that rare occurrence in the future. <laughs> but in the moment, buy a house. The, whatever it. the fuck you save on buy gas some stocks is not worth buying a fifty thousand sixty thousand dollar car. Like it, you don't. Far what's money. what's the best credit card to churn right now? Uh, I mean, the, that's not really how it works. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not a good question. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think of you random just, ones. 
What, what stock should we get? I know it's 1030. I mean, but we have... What stock really should nice. we get? Hey guys, this is really nice. This has been really nice. Bar, you should like... Bar, hit this the is really button. nice, dude. Yes. Hit, hit the talk. subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, everyone subscribe like video. to this podcast because this is like... If you're not subscribed really to Bar, nice, subscribe to Bar. And I feel like I've said a lot of really funny things, so you guys should subscribe. You gave some really gold nuggets, too, for Did all... I? Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, uh, if someone watches this back, there's some good stuff in there. Fuck yeah. Definitely more than the first one that we did where we just bullshit the whole time. Who are we talking to next? I don't know. I, who should we Jay talk Book. to? Jay Book was in here earlier, and he said something, but I ignored it every time. Because so Jay, Jay wanted it. to know, because he texted me. This is how much he wanted to know. He texted me. it. He said, um, ask Eric, how do you get people to follow up after they have reached out to you and you have sent them some info? You want a vague answer? You, 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 you I, have to follow up. You can't. They can't. I wonder follow. if he. Well, that's what he's asking. How do I get them to? Re, I guess what he's asking is, how do I get them to reply? Yeah. How do you get to merge after you? Like, let's say you have they, they contact. I give them pricing, and then they ghost you. How do you flip that scenario to them talking again? Yeah. What tricks um, you got? Uh, Your contract's about to expire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, wake the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I just found this one the other day. Like, uh, I was looking at Eric's emails, and then I was, oh, I need to come up with some other ones because some of them I wasn't feeling. I was like, all right, let me look up follow up emails, and one of them was like really good, and like it's been working for me. It's like, hey, just want to let you know we're cleaning up our, our accounts for the month. Is it okay if I close yours because I haven't heard back from you? That's pretty uh, good. Bro, that shit works, bro. Like people have been like, no, no, no don't close my. Account. Yeah, like wait, what does that even mean? That's that's where that's where my my mind goes to. What do you mean by my account? What, yeah, what account like, do I have? But no, you got to, uh, and I mean, it doesn't always work, but good questions are, uh, answers or questions that brides want to answer, whether they are booking you or not. What's your um, wedding venue? It's shit like that. Uh, well, but sometimes people are offended if you ask what their venue is. Yeah, that's true. Because, what? well, if they've already told you and, oh. and it's a drip email and you're like, what's your venue? They're like, motherfucker, I told you that initially you suck. You know, so that's a bad one, oh. but you got to ask oh, you, questions. You, you have that problem because you have so many leads. I mean, that's not a problem that I, I don't think I would. But have I just account. don't. So, but but we do ask for the venue. So, uh, flip it to guest count. How many guests are you expecting? Such a tiny, easy question. How many guests are you expecting? No, no response to that. Oh, dude, I get more responses to that one than anything. That that one email, I pull more responses to any other drip email. How many Is guests it, are you expecting? But it's, do like a shitload of them just reply like two hundred? Yeah, they literally tell you. But, but like, the thing is, is you immediately. But wait, wait, hold on. Here's the real question. Then what? They they respond to that's that's, 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 that's where I was going. I was going to say it, it's always in my Google has it saved because I say it every time. It says it's like uh, fantastic or awesome, whatever it says exclamation point, and it says um, how soon do you plan on booking your entertainment? I don't want to bug if this is bad timing. Oh. So instead of just th sending the email that says, "Hey, I haven't heard back. I don't want to. I don't want to keep bugging you." Question mark. I've been attention. trying to avoid in my email saying, "Hey, I'm just following up." I've been trying to avoid things of that nature. I'm, I'm like trying not to say that. I just people. casually checking in. I straight up tell people when it goes to a long term drip because you know a lead. Yeah. You're either in the first month 
or you're not. You know, you're a ghost lead or you're active kind of thing. Um, the ghost lead shit, so it's like a long term every month, every 50 days, whatever. Um, I straight up say in the footer of those emails, or it's like, hey, just seeing if there are any updates. And then right below it, it says, just ignore me if you're not ready to book your entertainment. Uh, something like that. It mm. tells them to ignore you, and they fucking will. And that yeah. way, they don't click unsubscribe. You know, Let the, me ask the worst you, thing is if they just get off your list. Back to like uh, like the lead flow. What what's I've been toying with like the the idea of uh, responding to not and wedding wires. Are do, are you guys going right in for the kill? Like, are you guys saying, hey, you want to book a consultation? Fuck yeah. I've been trying to figure out what exactly to <laughs> fucking say to these people on wedding wire or not. Because sometimes I'll say, hey, we found you on the not, and I'm like. No shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know, like a lot of those you are automated. Reply right? with that. You should. Be, I, I know, you should. Do you should copy and paste their email back even... to them in all capital letters? Hey, I found you on the knot. Hey, I'm responding to you on the knot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, cha- I'm changing my email uh, template so like, tonight. I'm, I'm, what is, uh, so for me personally, I don't transfer those right to EP just yet. I try to like continue the conversation on there. Uh-huh. But like, I just. I don't know. So I, I mean, straight up ask I, I usually just go for the kill, but I notice I get a lot of, you know, they ghost me if I do that. There's so. always like a, you know, if you want to set up a call, here's the link. I was like, or we can handle this all through email. If you know what package you want, I go ahead and send you a contract. What package do you want? You, you That's what you say to them? That's I think. You know what I'm pretty sure that's like verbatim my opening email. Wait, so what's, what's your... So what do you answer? You answer with the packages and your... It, it says, it's like, click oh. here to view our price. Or we are available. Here's our pricing. It's a hyperlink to our pricing page. Okay. Uh, and then it says like, if you know what package you want, I can just, we can handle this over email. Just let me know yeah. and I'll send you a contract. Something like that. It just leaves any door possible open. Huh. Yeah, you kind of give them options. So for me is, hey, congrats. We're, we're available. Love your venue. Do you want to set up a call? Mm-hmm. Oh well, well, I also include price. Our pricing starts at whatever sixteen fifty. Most people spend between you know two three thousand. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's mm-hmm. usually my email. And then I'm like, do you want to set up a call? Yeah, so, well, but, but you I, said I, yourself that you don't want to hop on the phone to get a price. Well, I, well it's a Zoom. I'm talking about a Zoom call. Either way, so, I, I wanna I wanna get them on Zoom though. You do, yeah. but you're not talking about you. You're talking about them. Yeah, maybe they're like you, and you're like, "Fuck a phone or a Zoom call." I'm just trying to handle this so, all completely over texting. So I, you know, yeah. So I mean, that's open that door. That's why I asked. So, yeah. So just, you're saying send them the price, tell them what package do you want, and say I, that again. I do exactly what you just said. I'll literally pull it up. Hold up. So in the meantime, because I also try to keep mine super short. <laughs> mine, mine. I just I've reworked it a little bit. Um, Things I literally is, press www on my phone and it tell and like it just sends it right to them. So mine, uh, mine is um, Eric showed me it. I've got it mine down to the point where it's automated. It replies if we're available or not available based on, on the availability. What wire in the not? Based if we're available. What? Eric's got that down, dude. Check it out. Anyways, but it. Yeah, Eric, you gotta show me that. I it re- it, it that. replies to the the wedding wire and the knot. Basically says, are we available or not? And basically the template is hi name. We are available on whatever their date is. And then it says, give me one second. I'm about to send you over our pricing brochure. In the meantime, here's some links to some awesome videos of us. And it has a Wait. link to uh, like Time three out. links. What? Wait, your your wedding wire the knot is automated? Yes. 
isn't Bro, yours? I, I didn't know you could do that. So you it's see, literally it, automated. Also, one thing he's not saying is because he's a loser ass HoneyBook user is he actually can't automate it from Wedding Wire and the Knot into DJ Event Wait, Planner like you and you I. You can, can transfer the leads from yes. Wedding Wire to. Okay, the, so just, Eric yes. can go further. He can automate it to the point oh, where bro, you get why a wedding. Show me that. <laughs> it's because I used to have a video on how to do it on the website and people. It was just way over people's heads, and they started messaging me of like, "Oh, what do I do? What do I do?" And it's like, "Motherfucker!" Like, th- it's it not was that a hard, freebie though. handout. Like, just leave me alone. So I took it down. Bro, Eric, that's that's next level, bro. Because like, I always it's, it's I, those lead, like, Eric, well, Eric showed me like two things of how to do it, how to get the emails to come into a certain area. And stuff. I wish that we weren't having this conversation because of people listening that. Are potentially going to message me with well, that I mean, same coming request. to, to a, a automate your service add-on. It's, a, you know? it's it is <laughs> using Zapier. Zapier, the the oh, you're going to tell the yeah. program. Well, I'm just going to say like they're not going to be able figure to figure it the it fuck out. out. He can say Zapier all he wants, and I don't. No, I mean, seriously, if he didn't show me, I wouldn't be able to figure it out. But uh, okay, it's dope. opening email. Hey. <laughs> My name is Eric. Hey. Uh, hey, my name is Eric. I do the scheduling for Dow Oak, and we are available. Click here for pricing. Click here, and then it's like space, space. Click here to set up a call, or I could go ahead and send a contract over to lock in the date if you'd like. What package did you want? Bro, you are ruthless. You go right, like, first message, you're like, let me send you a contract. <laughs> if they yeah. want, it happens. It bro, works. You're, wow, bro. He goes straight all. for the fucking it just, I mean, it doesn't always work, but, like, whatever. Bro, and the people that aren't trying to deal with the bullshit. For a Zoom meeting, you're saying, can I send you a contract, <laughs> bro? That's crazy. <laughs> bro, how often does that work? Can I send you a legal document Bar, for you to sign? When do you... <laughs> When do you Bro, give them the? Crazy. <laughs> What's when, up, Drake? Uh, when do you give them the link to like your YouTube channel? Because like for me, that's like one of my biggest assets is the YouTube channel and then the videos within it. So like first message is like, yo, check out this YouTube channel and this video and this yeah. video. So that's a great question. So. That's something that I've struggled with in the past. So in the past, I was like all about like, I don't really want my clients to know who I am on YouTube. I just kind of want them to book me, you know, as a DJ. I don't want. This year is different. So I actually paid somebody. Here's some tips coming everybody's way. I paid somebody on Fiverr. I was I went to Fiverr and I'm like, I need an about me written about me, about our company for the wedding wire and the knots. So I had my wedding wire and the knots both rewritten by somebody on Fiverr. And I told them, here's what I need. I need to get across that I can speak Spanish and English very fluently, and that's a big selling point. Second thing I need to get across, I don't want to come out and say it like as a flex, but I need them to somehow know that I have a YouTube channel with a decent following, so like I get a little bit of clout. Yeah. Uh, so I so they incorporated. They were like, oh, you know, he's like an industry leader or some shit like that, and that's what they wrote. So now it's it's on my bio. So like it says about us, and then it says about the owner, and then it's, it kind of goes into like I have a really a, a channel with seventy thousand subscribers, which I just hit today. Everybody say whoop whoop. What'd you hit? Seventy thousand today. Nice. So uh, so yeah. So now it's on my wedding wire and the not account and the about us. It's written like that the owner has seventy thousand followers on on. Uh, okay. On YouTube, but it's not written as uh, it's written in third person, so it's not written like it's by yeah. me, and it's also like. It just casually goes into saying it like, uh, you know, founded by a person with 70,000 followers on YouTube kind of thing, you know. But um, do you, do uh, you have the link with it? Yeah. Consultation, I send them that. I send them like 
my YouTube links, my Instagram. Dude, I push my Instagram a that. lot now because I did a lot of uh, editing on my Instagram. If you guys go to the Bar that. Entertainment Instagram, go to the Bar Entertainment Instagram, go check it out. I put in a lot of work in that, and uh, I send them to those as well. Now there's like demos actually on my Instagram now. Yeah, I know. I literally was on Instagram, and there was like, oh, look, Bar Entertainment posted a story. I'm like, oh, shit, they post like 8,000 stories. <laughs> yeah, I posted that. Uh, it was over uh, two That was for days. your like, posted, highlights, right? Over two days, I posted 300 stories. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? all these posts? And I was like, oh, yeah. he's building his highlight reels. Got it. Yeah, so I built Dude, that. So now need, I send them that. Very proud of that. You, you know? need to open yeah. with that link in the fucking wedding wire in the knot. Because I guarantee you, like, just 80%. in your storefront, ask what package they want if they want a contract. Well, <laughs> Eric, Eric, you tell me. <laughs> and you don't even wait for them to reach out Send to you. Send us a message now to receive your contract. <laughs> Eric, you would know more than I do, but I don't know. I feel like 80 to 90% of Wedding Wire and the Knot leads are literally from they clicked on someone else, and it literally brought up the whole would you like these other eight or nine other DJ companies? And Maybe. they just click yes, and they never read the about or any info on those other DJ companies. Yeah, probably. Just I based no on idea, just though. based on the automated uh, like messages I get that are the, yeah. the same templates every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it's always the same. It pre-populates their message to you. It's like, hey, I found you on the knot, and I'm interested in your practices. Just, and just based on that, I feel like most of them never ever fucking read the storefront. To be fair, I don't read their biography on the knot. Well, I why would you? You do? <laughs> I do. Uh, when they set up a consultation, I'm like trying That's to find different. info about these people. So I'll try to stalk them. I'm like, all right, let me see what these people are about. See if I can kind of get some hints. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, like they went to like Rutgers, you know, or something like that. I was just like, oh, well, you know, I had a friend go to Rutgers once. And you really just like say me the too, word. Kind of kind of trying to work <laughs> yeah. <in the> conversation. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad idea. But no, I don't. Um. I don't know. I, I would I would look into trying it up and putting yeah. some links up uh, so front. Yeah, this year I'm definitely flexing that like social media muscle a little bit more. Um, I'm definitely telling them like before I was very like anti sending them to my YouTube channel, but now I'm like ah fuck it. The numbers just kind of it's, it's it's big enough where it's like damn that's a lot you know kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I would definitely flex that if I had that. I get so yeah. so I made the the. I put those links. I don't know why I didn't do it before, but I put the. Well, I had our our fusion DJ page listed, which doesn't really have. It just has some highlights, but it doesn't have the following that the main page mine does. But I put those two links, in, two or three links in there now since January, and I've never seen more responses from Wedding Wire than not in the chat than since doing it. They're literally like, "Your videos look amazing. You look amazing. Want to schedule a consultation? Blah blah blah." Um, half of them are like you're out of our price point, but um, I don't know. I would try it, Bar. I think it's a good idea. Flex it. Just, yeah, just, that's, I feel like that's too much. If I write, hey, we're available. Hey, just, here's the contract. Hey, here's my YouTube. Put it in channel. your email. Hey, no, nah, just just literally be just like, hey, check out these videos signature. of my previous work. Just and then just in pop my the email link. signature. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Be like, be like, uh, like a subtle fifty. Like some 70K? something about like. Celebrating Subs- 70k. Add, add, like, add yourself to my 70,000 subscribers. You know, like, however you say that, yeah, but you've got to say I have 70,000 subscribers in some way. Why don't you just, well, 
well, I guess you could just literally say. Could it, it be like a <laughs> an HTML link picture of like seventy k subscribers YouTube? Yeah, I was thinking about doing that, like join the nation. <laughs> join yeah. the nation. Like that would be cool. I mean, whatever. It gets the message across, and you didn't type it like a douche, a, a douche, a douche. <laughs> like a exactly. douche bag. That is like the biggest thing. I did not want to come off like, oh, this fucking guy, like, right? You know, yeah, kind of thing. So, it's and you still might, out, uh, but that's a New Jersey thing. Flexing. You people in New Jersey are like that, anyways. We all forgive you. It's just you're like that. No, we're not, man. That's we're true. Humble people down here. That's true. We're humble, simple, simple country folk down nah, here. Dude, no, whenever I, whenever I go to the Atlantic City show, all those guys are always trying to flex their muscles and they got the nice haircuts. Oh yeah, I'm, I have one right now because I just got my haircut today. Bro, nobody's more Jersey than Eric. He's got a fucking Tesla. He's got the haircut. He's like, no, that's the LA. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's true. got the LA flex. <laughs> I don't know. I sit in my the tattoos and everything. He's got the LA flex. If if you anything, I don't know. Who cares if you're following up better? Guys, get get the gig. Join the seventy k other members of the Bar Nation. There you That's go. exact, Terrence. That's exactly what I was gonna put. I was gonna put like join the Bar Nation now over seventy k. Oh, some shit like that. Yeah. Eric takes them right into the bedroom. <laughs> Yeah, Eric must have been a beast for the ladies. So you want to get out of here? He <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a baby? <laughs> Skip the drink conversation or anything. Just walk up to him. <laughs> hey, you want to have a baby? Yeah, it's like, hey, girl, where do you live? Uh, hey, I am, like, so shocked that you said that. I just send them the contract. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, I mean, I don't bro. send it. I just ask if they want me you to. You want a contract? Bro, but that just sounds crazy. Like, they imagine, fucking... like, hey, we're interested in your service. Do you want me to send you a contract? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. In our in our market, I feel it's not that crazy. It's just some people just don't want to have a phone call or anything. Like, they're literally... just ready to book right then, and that's it. And I don't want them to jump through any more hoops than they already have. And we have a lot of clientele here that literally they're just like, oh, we just need a DJ. Bro, can you just text a DJ. me that? I'm going to fucking try that next week just, just as a fucking trial run and just be like, hey, run it for a week. contract. That's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> I just, I've never, it never see. even clicked in my head that that I was I mean, if you just weird. say like, hey, would you like to look over a contract? I mean. Bro, I've shopped so many DJs and I don't think none of them have ever said, let me send you a contract. Bro, we're out well, here reinventing the wheel. That's why, man. <laughs> You, Bro, that's that's genius. That's ge- it's so blasphemous that it's like genius. <laughs> One time, I was trying to I was a b testing emails to see what could pull a response, yeah. and I the subject line was "All right, I'll STFU," and I was just trying it just to get see if it would grab people's attention. All right, I'll shut the fuck yeah. up. You know the STFU, and it was not it was crossing the line i got i got a couple people be like that is the most unprofessional offensive blah blah and i was like i'm gonna my bad i'm gonna leave a bad review on your site (laughs) it wasn't like that but they definitely they were not laughing the every fucking dj has like the book now button but it's not actually book now that is like the quintessential book now button. right it's like by now on amazon kind of shit i don't have your number bar how do you know you probably don't have my number Oh, I got a new phone number. Oh, oh you did. That's why I texted you and you didn't respond. Oh. When did you text me? Bro in the I shade. Like a month ago, I was trying to get some help with Calendly. Mm. Oh. You need help with Calendly? What are you talking about, man? That's the most basic service to set up. 
Have you guys? I, I switched my number too because I was getting too many calls from uh, fucking people. Yeah, on I've YouTube. got a call. So I did that a long time ago. I've got a call service now. I got a call service too. Now they number. fucking go to my office. It says, hey, thank you for calling Bar Entertainment. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I'm going to text. I created you Google Voice back in Facebook. 2018 when I started the company, and it's just a separate number. I don't even manage the number, I, I have someone on my yeah. team manage it. So. My number ends in bar. It's fucking awesome. That is sick. That's one eight hundred six four four bar. It's fucking lit. <laughs> I don't even know my own phone number. Nothing's better than monitoring my uh, my Google Voice like business number and seeing like DJs text into it and Hannah's replying, being like, "Hey, sorry, this is Hannah from Fusion Sound Lighting. If you want to reach out to Rick, you got to DM him on Instagram or whatever." <laughs> Bro, I've been struggling. I I don't. I don't keep up with my Instagram messages or Facebook messages very often. It's so hard. When fucking leads come through there, bro, they get so pissed because I, I don't answer. But it's just it's not anything against them. It's just I forget. I, like, I don't check those messages. I had a crazy one today. She she inquired, scheduled a consultation, inquired, scheduled a consultation, texted, and uh, sent me a DM on Instagram. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Damn, she's writing a book. Just send her a contract, right. bro. Fuck right. You need, to, you need to send her this template. <laughs> yeah. Fucking send her a contract, bro. Automate some uh, some levels so they let her know it's fucking going to expire soon. <laughs> you have approximately 12 hours to book. <laughs> bro, yeah, my ideal lead fucking comes in through my website. They fucking sign, sign up for their own Calendly app. Fucking, those are like the warm leads. I feel like... You see now, not in wet and wire leads. Those are like oh, I really gotta work for those. You know, it's like I really gotta fucking put my my soul into those. Uh -huh. You seen the polar opposite where you got uh, Mojo, where literally all you can do is schedule a consultation. Like he doesn't have a number to text, no email to like get a hold of. Like literally, you go to his website. It's like schedule a consultation with me on my time. Mojo is or literally not. like prime ass event dj in beverly hills though yeah it's just like yeah. such another world of what he's doing i know it's just like a polar opposite of what we're doing it's I just know. crazy i'm literally yeah. the scum of the earth i am fucking tilapia compared to uh mojo's uh lobster tail <laughs> whatever the whatever fish comparison is anyways all right yeah. i feel stupid now all right well <laughs> this was awesome <laughs> Bar, do you got anything else you want to tell the people? Um, uh, no, everybody go follow my Bar Entertainment Instagram. Yes. There you go. Try to get that at 5K by the end of the year. Everyone should hit the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed to our channel so we can hopefully get above oh, 500. Rick, did you get that message from YouTube? They're going to be deleting subscribers this week. Oh, boy. Yay. I, probably... I just fucking hit 70K, and I'm already going to go back down. Dude, I just hit 50K, so it's going to drop me down below 50, too. So I'm gonna... Oh, it's going to be BS. Yeah, I just got I a message. I logged, in. I logged in today, and I was like, hey, just a heads up. We're going to be deleting spam subscribers this week. Whatever. I've gave... I've I put little energy into the YouTube anymore, sadly. Yeah, it's stressful. Former YouTuber. It's stressful. Eric, what do you got left? Any, anything to finish off the the podcast? I have nothing. I got nothing. Here's Send a contract. Here's a contract. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, hit the subscribe button, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you guys for joining in. Ones in the chat, everyone. Um, We'll see you in two weeks. We're doing this every two weeks. So in two weeks from now, we'll have a new guest, probably announced about the same timing as last time, literally the day before. 
<laughs> I am gonna miss Bar though. This is really nice. We'll have I'll to say, bring Bar I'll back again. Like once. Bar, you'll come. You'll come back. You'll come back because you're. Yeah. Really, you're you guys really gotta really fly good. me down there, man. I keep just literally just have them live right here. Dude, I'm t- Speaking I'm of which, broke, man. 200k a year can't afford to fly me down. Bro, I, can't, I, can't be, I can't be buying stuff, man. <laughs> we'll talk about splitting it next time. Right off on the business expense. All right. <laughs> we'll, right? We'll, yeah, you need those tax write-offs. I know both of you, you and Eric, are always trying shit. to find those big holes. Uh, well, we both got the same account, so it works out. <laughs> we do. That we do. We do, seriously. <laughs> He's gonna tell you basically if you fly bar a couple of times a year, it's gonna be great for your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll start a nonprofit for this fly out. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, peace out. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye. I gotta hit the button over here again. That's so awkward, brother. <laughs>